Hello, welcome everyone to a brand new show called Music in Film World, and we are your hosts, Lauren and Jonah. Today we're going to be talking about some amazing upcoming film releases and exciting music industry news. First, a shout out to my oldest cousin, Olivia Collingsworth, as her family is touring with their Christian band. You guessed it, easy name, the Collingsworth family. So if Christian music is something you are into, try and catch a show. Also, shout out to my guitar teachers, Joel Hoekster from Trans-Siberian Orchestra in Whitesnake, as he has his campfire tour coming up this week in the Tri-State, and then Whitesnake's farewell tour. And then also shout out to my other teacher, Bill Hudson, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, North Hill, I Am Morbid, and Doro, as he's about to go out on the road with I Am Morbid for their Morbid bus tour. Break a leg, guys. Uh, yeah, so uh, first topics uh, today, we've got uh, some films coming out. Uh, looking uh, ahead, we've got uh, Sing 2, which is out now. Uh, we've also got uh, Elvis coming this summer, uh, and uh, as well as Jurassic World uh, Dominion. Uh, what do you think about those films coming out, Lauren? I'm very excited for Jurassic Dominion, as me and my family have always been huge fans of the Jurassic World film franchise, so I'm excited to see how they decide to finally end the whole saga of the film franchise, and I hope it goes out with a bang. Mm -hmm. I, I saw the first one. I was a big fan of the first one, but I missed out on the second. Uh, after seeing the trailer, though, I kind of want to go back and watch the second one now because I'm very interested to see what they do with this. Uh, it's I'm re I really like the, uh, the idea of films doing the perfect trilogy, uh, and I like that they are capping it off with... Uh, this film, I think I'm I'm really excited, and I just I got to go back and watch the second one now. Exactly with Dominion, I think really what they've done with their trilogy, with their film franchise, I think just the film techniques and CGI has gotten so much better over time that just like it just keeps getting more and more intense, and it leaves viewers always wanting more. <laughs> and I think it's interesting because they're. I feel like it's interesting resurrecting the series in the first place from the original Jurassic Parks um, because they also had again that perfect trilogy and capped that off really well. So I'm I'm I was interested to find them bringing it back and now creating their own trilogy of their own. Exactly, I'm excited to see what it does. I'm also excited for the Elvis upcoming mm -hmm. thing because I think with everything that's going on with all the Elvis things that are coming out nowadays, I'm excited to see how the uh, famous. Buzz Lerman um, approaches this film and to see what he's come up with in this biopic of the king. Mm -hmm. I've, it's really interesting because we've seen some other uh, musical biopics like Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocket Man in the past. Uh, I'm interested to see how they take a different turn on Elvis because I've heard it's got a much more darker tone than those other two films. Uh, and I'm interested to see if how they, how, how they treat him uh, because he was... An interesting character. Yeah, he was definitely an interesting character, and I think anyone who has read the books or has any interest in Elvis or knows a thing or two, like I said, read the books, some of us do know that, yes, there were some darker things that went on in his life, darker things that he got into, like there was the pill addictions and different things that he struggled with, just like any human being, but also having that fame at hand that just incredibly enhances and intensifies everything, I think that can make it much harder for anyone to not go into self-destruction. Mm -hmm. 
I also find it interesting that along with the, uh, along with this, they keep uh, biopics, uh, musical biopics, keep centering around uh, sexual figures in uh, society, like Elton John with his uh, Elton John and uh, 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 Freddie Mercury with their uh, homosexuality, but then also Elvis, uh, kind of bringing in a more uh, sexual feel into uh, music uh, and sort of springing rock and roll into what it is today. I find it interesting that they're keeping a similar theme with that. Exactly. Like, I do think it's great that Elvis kind of brought rock and roll into what it is today because I think if Elvis hadn't come along or his music was not there, I think that rock and roll would be much different today. I think people back then even thought that Elvis was a shocking figure and they couldn't believe what they were seeing and they thought it was obscene, but just like, I think it was very much toned down compared to like what <laughs> rock and roll is today. I think we've definitely seen some more wild things, but I think it's made it more appropriated in society as being okay and not being seen as obscene. Mm -hmm. I, I fully, I understand. It's just, I re it, he launched it into more of a limitless genre, I feel like, as at the times you couldn't push boundaries, uh, kind of in a more reserved uh, time period, and then eventually it would just expand and... Exactly, it exploded after he came into the scene, and it was just like he just opened it up, and he pushed those boundaries, and he said, you know, I'm not just, like, just going to bite my lip for the sake of anything, it's just like, you know, I'm going to put my music out there and it is what it is and if someone doesn't like it I'm sorry but this is what it is just like you know we should have the freedom to express ourselves any way we feel and just like you know I just think that you know any judgments aside that I think it's just great that you know pushing boundaries in music is so incredibly important mm -hmm. and I'm really interested to see how they can give that same feeling in film really because it's not the easiest thing to portray uh, at all to show, especially because we're following Elvis himself, it's not e easy to show the backlash of the community that he was receiving. So I'm really excited to see what they do with that. Yeah, I'm excited. Film franchises have really picked up on things like this, and I think just the boundaries of filmmaking itself are expanding each and every year, and I'm excited to see what happens next. <laughs> all right, now for some fun music topics. Um, upcoming, we do have several bands saying farewell to touring, such as Kiss and Whitesnake. Kiss with their End of the Road tour, and Whitesnake with their Farewell tour. So far, Whitesnake has only released European dates, but I have a feeling that the US dates won't be far behind that. And also, we have the CMT ACM Awards 2022, which was a big award show. The host was Dolly Parton. Um, and we will, we are going to be breaking down the awards and who won. So first, Entertainer of the Year, we have Miranda Lambert, as she put it. This is for all us girls who have put our blood, sweat, and tears into our guitar strings. We've done it, and I think that's so true. We have top female artist coming in, Carly Pierce, male artist Chris Stapleton, Album of the Year, Morgan Whalen with Dangerous, the double album. Single of the year, Carrie Underwood and Jace Naldean with If I Didn't Love You. Uh, next, we've got a song of the year, Things a Man Ought to Know by Lainey Wilson. Uh, next, we had a female artist of the year with Lainey Wilson. Uh, new male artist was Parker McCollum. Duo of the year was the Brothers Osborne. 
Group of the Year is Old Dominion. Video of the Year was Drunk, I Don't Want to Go Home by L. King and Miranda Lambert. Songwriter of the Year was Michael Hardy. Music Event of the Year, Never Wanted to Be That Girl, Carly Pierce and Ashley McBride. And upcoming, we also have some fun upcoming local concerts, speaking of different genres of music coming in. On March 12th, we have Brandon Gibbs from Poison and Devil City Angels, along with Joel Hoekstra from Trans-Siberian Orchestra and Whitesnake at MVP Bar and Sports Grill. That is this Saturday. Doors are at 7.30 or 8 p.m., and they will probably be selling tickets at the door. It's general admission from what I've been told. We have Journey on their Freedom Tour, Sunday, April 24th to April 25th at the Heritage Bank Center. Make sure to catch them. We also have a very famous band that's coming into town. We've all known them. We all know the story of what happened last time, the disaster that unfolded, but we are glad they're back, and we hope that this time the concert will go over very successfully and that everyone will have a great time and stay safe, and that is The Who, and that will be Sunday, May 15th, which is a, um, which will be, uh, it's May 15th and Monday, May 16th at TQL Stadium. We have Garth Brooks, Saturday, May 14th into Sunday, May 15th at Paul Brown Stadium. It's a big weekend. <laughs> Absolutely. We also have Kenny Chesney here with the Here and Now Tour, July 23rd, Thursday, 7.30 to 11.30 at Riverbend Music Center. Uh, we've got Keith Urban, uh, the Speed of Now Tour, coming July 16th. Uh, from, on Saturday from 7 to 11 p.m., also at the Riverbend Music Center. Uh, after that, we've got Alicia Keys on August 18th at 7 p.m. at the PNC Pavilion. Later, we've got June 11th uh, with uh, featuring Styx and Ario Speedwagon with Loverboy uh, on Saturday, uh, Saturday at 6.45 to 10.45 p.m. at Riverbend Music Center. We also have on August 13th, the Zac Brown Band is coming into town with their Out in the Middle Tour, which is supposed to be 7 to 11 p.m. at Riverbed Music Center. We have the 22nd of May, Miranda Lambert is pulling into town, and Little Big Town will be joining her on the Bandwagon Tour this Sunday, May 22nd, 7 to 11, Riverbed Music Center. Country fans, we are going to be loving these next couple months. The 21st of June, we have the Chicks, who are also known as the Dixie Chicks. On Tuesday, June 21st, 7.30 to 11.30 at the Riverbend Music Center. And next we have a breakdown of the three top runners in the Billboard Top 200. Uh, coming up at number three, we have uh, Dangerous, the double album, Morgan, uh, Morgan Wallen. Uh, coming at number two, we have Kodak Black, Back for Everything. And charting in at number one, uh, I believe it's been up here for quite a while. We have We Don't Talk About Bruno from the uh, hit Disney movie Encanto. Uh, and I do have to say, I'm quite surprised. I didn't think that an animated film such as this, especially a kids film, would have a chart topper, but it's so interesting and I love that it's brought in Latin music to the forefront and mm -hmm. how they've approached this. And I just think it's very interesting the subjects that were kind of brought to the forefront in this movie. I'm really surprised to hear that it's been doing better than Let It Go from Frozen because that was just an incredible hit that I was just... Absolutely, Dina Manziel, yeah. I, I can't believe that this is topping it, especially because I feel like Let It Go is a much more 
metaphorical piece while we don't talk about Bruno is more direct like directly related to the plot of the film which is why I'm surprised that it sticks out so much yeah I'm very surprised I think this film definitely had some things that kids may not always pick up on that I think it kind of showed family dynamics and that sometimes people can be viewed as you know they're special because of their talents or gifts but they don't see their whole selves and that when it comes to family acceptance sometimes people look towards, well, you have to have a certain gift to really be seen as being enough or being good enough. But really, it kind of shows that that toxicity can really turn a family inside out and that it's so important that, you know, we view ourselves as our whole, as our whole selves and that we are all enough and that we're not just defined by the gifts that we have in our lives. Mm-hmm. It's really a great song. It's really a great movie. I highly recommend checking it out if you get the chance. It's just... I, I was lucky enough to see it in theaters. <laughs> As was I, and I had a great time, and I can't wait to see whether or not they do a sequel to this or if they keep going with it. Next, we have our Billboard Hot 100. This time, we're only doing the first two because, unfortunately, the third one had a name to which we can't really bring out in this channel. <laughs> I am sorry for that, but, uh, you know, we're just trying to be appropriate here. In number one, in the number one top spot in the Hot 100 billboard, we have Glass Animals with Heat Waves. And number two, again, Encanto with We Don't Talk About Bruno. And the top country song for billboard right now is By Dirt by Jordan Davis featuring Luke Bryan. And also, if you wish to hear about any other films or music, please give us a shout out on our podcast Instagram page. Music Film World is the handle on Instagram. Also, future interviews with some amazing musicians are coming soon, and I'm very excited to share everything with you guys, the listeners. Until next time, stay safe. Stay healthy, and remember, always be kind to one another. Thank you for tuning in to Music and Film Film World Podcast. This is your hosts, Lauren and Jonah, signing out.